بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم and welcome to another episode of The Conviction Project where we leave you with no doubts about Islam I am your host, the psychologist, and I'm here with my friend, uh, the Imam, Farhan Iqbal. Uh, Farhan, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. Farhan, last week we had um, our Jalsa Salana Canada, um, and this week, uh, by the grace of Allah, it is the Jalsa Salana of USA, and I believe next week it is the Jalsa Salana of UK. Two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. So, you know, it, it's almost as if it, this is Jalsa month. Right. Um, and many people, surprisingly or not surprisingly, have doubts about Jalsa Salana. Right. They say that, you know, um, why should I attend Jalsa? That is the first question that I think about, you know. Um, and I, want, I, I would actually like to say why I, I would not attend Jalsa. One of the reasons why I think that people won't, would not want to attend Jalsa is because they don't find it to be something where they take away something new. It's the same old stuff every single year. Yeah. Um, it actually, uh, when you were asking, uh, it reminded me of uh, one person once uh, asking me that, uh, why do we have to spend so much money on Jalsa, right? Because there's a monetary aspect to it as well. We spend a lot of money on, on a Jalsa Salana, on an annual convention. For those of you who may not know, Jalsa Salana is a tradition in the Ahmadiyya Muslim community where we have this large convention wherever possible where all the Ahmadi Muslims in that particular country come together. So it's country-based. And so in Canada, it's been going on for 40 plus years where we have had a convention of all the Ahmadi Muslim members in Canada. And and so so someone once asked me that, uh, Imam Saab, uh, why, why spend so much money on this? Why not give that money to the poor? And the answer to this question, I think, uh, is uh, is is based on spirituality. I think a lot of times, Maraj, we have talked about these things here uh, in the in this podcast, and we do apologize for missing an ap- episode last week because of this convention. And 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 you know, a lot of times, Maraj, we, we we tend to forget about the spiritual aspect of things, and we try, tend to look at things from a materialistic or utilitarian point of view. Like, I mean, the question about money is like. Hey, why spend money here? Why not spend money elsewhere where, you know, reduce poverty or something like that? And that's a, that's a very materialistic, utilitarian approach. From, from an Islamic perspective, we need, we need to look at the spirituality, right? And uh, over and over, like just in the Jalsa days when we are preparing for Jalsa, we are, we are doing these dirses, right, drus uh, about, about Jalsa. And the Promised Messiah's writings are always talking about the moral upliftment, spiritual upliftment of people who come to Jalsa. So actually my question to you, Maharaj, would be, what do you think? I mean, do, don't you feel spiritually uplifted or, or did you come out of it having no spiritual benefit from Jalsa? So I'll tell you, you know, th- this year, um, there were some speeches where I felt spiritually uplifted. Um, and there were some, some, or, or in previous years, there were some moments where I, di- I, I, to be honest, I didn't feel spiritually uplifted because it's the same stuff. It's stuff that I, I'm aware of. It's stuff that I know. 
Um, and to be honest, I- I've heard some people say that if Delsa Solana was a product, they wouldn't really buy it. So, so, so again, like when it comes to spirituality, there is no, there is no feel that you got out of it or, or anything. There's definitely, there's definitely a feel that I right. get out of it. So I think I think that feel is what we're really after because the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam has stated uh, the, the importance of majalisu zikr gatherings for the remembrance of Allah. So once he comes out and and I, if I can recall this uh, hadith uh, this uh, tradition properly, once he came to his companions and said, "Go graze in the gardens of paradise," and the companions are like, "What?" are you referring to and the prophet said i'm referring to gatherings where the name of allah is remembered in some other narrations he talks about gatherings of knowledge majalisul ilm and 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 so jalsa with the speeches and everything is a place to get more knowledge about about one's um, one one's faith and and also feel spiritually uplifted and I mean, you got some feel out of it, but there are other people that I talked to. I, I also had the blessed opportunity to speak. And when people gave me feedback, um, uh, you know, some of them were like, oh, Murabi Sahib or Imam Sahib, I didn't know about that or I didn't know about this. And thanks for sharing. Thanks for letting us know. One, people, one person even listened to my speech three times on YouTube. Um, and I was very humbled by that. And he, he was telling me that uh, he, he learned something, that there was some something in my speech that that was new to him and so that is the idea that one platform where everybody comes and gets more knowledge there's majalisul ilm even there's a narration uh, where prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam came uh, and he saw that there are two groups of people sitting one group is studying the quran just recitation the other is talking about knowledge and and, and knowledgeable things they're just having a knowledgeable discussion and the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam chose to sit with those people who are having a discussion which is knowledgeable right so even that itself what do you think uh, you know i i absolutely agree and i think one aspect that i, that I forgot to mention was that there are certain moments during Jalsa Salana where I truly felt proud to be an Ahmadi Muslim. And I think that that was a, a strong takeaway for me this year. Um, and I hope that in the future years that I, that I always feel like this. But F- Felt what again? I felt proud to be an Ahmadi okay. Muslim. You know, it felt really good that, you know, I have accepted the promised Messiah. Now I want to I want to I want to change directions just a little bit to the structure of Jalsa Salana. Some people, yeah. you know, they, they talk about the structure. They say that you know it's an old system. We keep doing this over and over again, where it's simultaneous, one large gathering. Um, what do you make of that? Because I understand you're someone who's part of the committee just, who organizes. Yeah, I, I, I do have some organizational work that I did with the convention. This one, very particularly, I was given um, a very honorary, honorary title for me. It was Nazim program. So I, I did take care of the program aspect, not not for the convention itself, but other related matters like in the, in the mosque here. But, but uh, Maharaj, the structure itself is is something uh, i think is also beneficial and this is something that we actually don't even realize that uh, we learn this is a skill over time when we come over and over and do the same duties and the same work over and over 
it builds a skill within us that we don't even realize sometimes, which can come into play uh, on, on crucial occasions. For instance, an emergency situation arises. So last year, or I think two years ago, there was a, there was a, um, uh, very high winds during one of our, uh, what, we, what we call istama of, uh, of children between the ages of uh, 7 and 14. It's called an istama. It's like a mini convention for, for children where they do a lot of different activities. And there, were, there was a high winds, right? I think there was even a tornado that, um, uh, that touched in, in that area. And uh, there was a tent there and it was about to come off and it, you know everything was just flying all over the place. And at that time, because we are part of the system, we're part of the structure, as you mentioned, we, you know, started doing things that would that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Because we have been trained, you know, the 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 kayeds, the leaders, the group leaders, the youth leaders, the, all these, they they started functioning in a way uh, which which was structured, and it prevented one of the tents from from losing its ground and and it stayed where it was so a lot of these group leaders got together with their with their uh, young members and they held on to the the poles that kept the tent from flying away but just an example right i'm i'm getting a little off topic i know but 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 you know the structure itself is is beneficial and at the same time it can have its challenges right is that what you were going to talk about that's what i was referring to but and it's a really interesting point that you've raised but i was speaking more about the structure of you know we start off with with quran uh translation then nazm translation and then we have first speech then we have a little break and then the second speech that structure i the program structure the program yeah, structure yeah. um i've talked to some people and they've said that you know that program structure seems dated right and so, and I had a hard time answering that because I didn't know how to answer. Actually, yeah, some, some people have suggested this in the past that for the Jalsa, we should uh, try things like the TED Talk and, and, and completely uh, remove the traditional aspects of the stage and just have a person walk around on the stage, have some lights on him, do all these kind of things. Um, but you know, Maharaj, this is this is a big question or or, or discussion. I would say I, w- I don't want to call it a debate. It's it's more like a discussion in our Jamaat. Things are are always discussed, where um, uh, you know the traditionalists talk about their own traditions and 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 the the, the people who want to. Uh, whether we can call them progressive thinkers or whatnot. And so there's discussion where the traditionalists would say that we have a tradition of, of doing certain things. Like the stage has to, even the podium, the way it's designed, it's, it's designed in a certain way. It's not a very modern podium, by the way. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit, bit dated. You know, even in, most of our podiums have the words La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. So the Ahmadiyya Muslim community uh, tries to maintain some of the traditional aspects of Jalsa so that we can remember where we're coming from, so that we can remain connected to our roots instead of being so carried away by, by uh, modern approaches to things and experimental t- approaches to things. You know, some of these things are experimental. You know, when, I know TED Talk is pretty famous, but, but when it started, nobody knew where it's going to go. So we can't just go, uh, you know, in, in that direction without without thinking. And we have introduced TED Talk style uh, programs like the Students Talk and other things. Um, and we are experimenting at that level. But for our main convention, we want to take it slow. We want to take experiment with things a little bit at a time. 
You know, it's a very interesting bridge that you've drawn between traditional thinkers of of Jamaat and also progressive thinkers of Jamaat. And I think that, you know, in this Jalsa Salana, I saw that bridge being connected, you know, with these uh, some topics were were some that we hadn't heard before. Um, Topics on drugs and alcohol, topics on social media and Internet use, and also this question and answer session on culture and religion. These were topics that growing up, we really wanted these topics and now they're finally out there and you can see that bridge being drawn. Yeah, Maharaj, the thing is that uh, I tell a lot of young people this, that, you know, don't think that just because you have made one suggestion and it has been ignored that you can never suggest anything. That's a very extremist way of thinking. You can uh, suggest things if they like it, they might take it, they may not take it. But over time, things do change and and ideas are taken. I mean, the, the, the speech topics that you referred to, I was part of that team. We talked over a lot of these things. I, I was really adamant about having drugs and alcohol discussed at Jalsa. I was personally very much in favor of this. And so, alhamdulillah, I got there. And so, slowly, things do change. And, and we are over open to suggestions and and as you can see even uh, the way food was served at this jalsa was different in future um, more changes can come and don't be discouraged if you suggest a few things and they're not taken seriously maybe they will take be taken seriously two years from now three years from now five years from now right Jim, I was reminded of the metaphor um, someone once told me um, one time I, w- I was complaining a lot about, you know, Jamaat and I was complaining about different structures. You know, um, I was talking to my uncle and my uncle told me that, you know, do you have a favorite basketball team? Do you have a favorite hockey team? Do you have a favorite cricket team? Any sports team, you know, and sometimes that sports team isn't doing too well. But you still hang on to that sports team. You still have their jerseys and you hope that, you know, maybe one day they'll make the playoffs. Maybe one day they'll win the championship, but you hold on to it. And, you know, I watch basketball and the Philadelphia 76ers, they have this idea, trust the process. And, you know, I I think that 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 they're going to slowly rebuild and, you know, they're going to pick up draft picks and whatnot. They're going to build a team that can one day win a championship. And I think that that's the kind of message that, I would probably say to some of the youth or some of the members who may be feeling that, you know, we're not there at that level yet. So I would say trust the process. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree that uh, the process is there and uh, sometimes uh, they will take something. Sometimes there are some older people there uh, who have their own way of thinking and we have to be tolerable of that. They have their own wisdom and their own experience behind them. Uh, we cannot be have that arrogant approach that, oh, I know what I'm, uh, what I'm saying is right and it has to be implemented right away. Why not take the approach? Well, I tried it this year. Maybe I'll try the, the same suggestion next year and maybe it will get accepted. And, and it does get accepted. And, you know, I would would humbly request that anyone who has suggestions do bring them forward, become part of the team, become part of the system, become part of the process. Don't just sit there, you know, um, on your chair and and make things that, oh, it should be like this, you should be like that. You should try to play an active role in whatever change that comes. Um, And, you know, with with that, uh, I'd like to leave um, this episode and this topic. And if you have any other suggestions or topics, please do send them to theconvictionproject at gmail.com. We also have our website up and running, which is theconvictionproject.com. Um, and please take a moment if you, if you really like what you're listening to, to like, and subscribe, um, our podcast. And if you have any doubts, once again, please do send them. This is the conviction project where we leave you with no doubts about Islam.
It is the truth from thy Lord. Be not, therefore, of those who doubt.